0: You kids enjoy those presents.
1: Whew. Now that was one perfect Christmas morning. Yeah, yeah. What's the matter, honey? Where are you going? I'm about to drive 35 minutes up to Mecklenburg to go beat some dude's ass. What? It's Christmas, babe. What did he do? He said some wild shit about Kobe on Twitter. Then you beat his fucking ass, baby. You beat his fucking ass.
0: Welcome to First Ballot, the podcast that celebrates the moments in sports that really matter and inducts them into the First Ballot Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Neil, the long-lost Gasol brother, the podcast Jordan Clarkson, Dork Nowitzki at your services. This week's episode could be sponsored by Tostito Scoops. Tostito Scoops. Fuck up your gums with Tostito Scoops. This week, it's Christmas in July. We're talking Meet Me in Temecula. On Christmas Day 2014, a Twitter fight broke out and got so deliciously close to becoming a real fight in Temecula, California. If you know the story, you know how foundational it is to modern sports fandom online. And if you don't know the story, you are stupid and dumb. There is no debate that Meet Me in Temecula is a great sports moment, but is it Hall of Fame worthy? Here with me today to decide that is one half of the reason Meet Me in Temecula even exists he's the instigator of the entire ordeal an nba twitter og and one half of the 19 media groups dunk tales podcast mr james Hollis, aka snotty
1: dripping what is up and the voice is quite buttery <laughs> hold on i've been working my radio voice for the podcast <laughs> <laughs>
0: what's up brother uh n- not much man i really appreciate you being here uh first off and i mean this to me there's an Almost no Twitter user whose Twitter name has more effectively replaced his or her actual name with the possible exception of Jesus from Jesus and Mero. He is Jesus. You are snotty. In a way, you're kind of like the Magic Johnson of this. Irvin became Magic. James became snotty. Congratulations and thank you for being here. I appreciate it.
1: Uh, I'm not quite proud of that. I'm a grown man <laughs> who people call snotty. Uh, I've met people from Twitter. Oh, hey, snotty. And I'm like, ah, we're in public, man. Don't call me. All right, I'm snotty.
0: Let me table set here for a second. Favorite sport, favorite team, favorite athlete? Please answer those three questions.
1: Basketball is the only sport I really watch. NBA basketball. In fact, I don't even really like If colleges don't watch it, um, favorite team, I'm a Celtics guy. Uh, not since the OG young days, but I caught on before they became good. So I, I, I'm proud of that. And um, what's the last question? A favorite athlete. Uh, so obviously, Scotty was one of my all time favorites. I, I think he's a little underrated uh then look man i love Russell westbrook in his prime not in his not prime. i feel in bad this prime. is why it's hard watching the lakers yeah. now you're telling me you're telling it. me it's hard to watch russ. the lakers I, I i know you know um because people i hate that people are acting like this is who russ has mm-hmm. always been he was a, he was a monster for a long long while even prime Russ, I would—I would have been—been been weird seeing him fit with his team. But this is just not who he was, right? He's lost just enough where yes. he's become a liability in certain ways. He hasn't learned enough and become skilled enough to offset the loss he's had. So it is what it is. So uh, yeah, probably those two guys, man. Uh, obviously, I—I I think MJ is a goat, but I get why people say LeBron isn't. You know, is too. So I'm not going to argue. Uh, but yeah, Scotty was my favorite of all time, even though he's been weird lately as an as in a as a retired guy. And then Russ, Russ was my guy.
0: He has been weird. He has been weird. Here's a here's a great question right out of the shoe. Let's go. Who is more underrated, Tim Duncan or Scottie Pippen? I believe those are the two most underrated players in NBA history. Who is more underrated?
1: It's all relative, right? Because there are people who say tim duncan isn't top 10 and you know a lot then i think realistically he's like a top kind of five player almost um mm, and mm. he's been so understated and sure he never had a a real dynasty but they they were great for so long um right And you know i think scotty gets his props i think he feels like he doesn't and maybe he's some of the younger guys like right. people don't really know but i think overall from Uh, ex-players and from like the real people who know nba stuff they give him his props so I, I, i think probably tim duncan i agree that's the answer correct you nailed it
0: let's dive into meet me in temecula to appreciate this moment we must understand the moment so let's tell the story of meet me in temecula the short version is two men get into an argument on twitter that escalates into threats of physical violence and finally results in a scheduled fist fight but here at First Ballot, the short version is not enough. We must go deeper. Mm-hmm. Now, my tweets RelayF has deleted his account, but with the help of Forensic Science, SB Nation, and all of the blogs that have cataloged this Twitter storm, I've been able to build a timeline of the events that took place on Christmas Day 2014.
1: <laughs> this is like First 48 here. We're doing some forensic shit.
0: Yes, we're doing some forensic shit. I'm going to read the pertinent tweets to you in chronological order, and please feel free to comment live. Remember, listeners, these tweets were all from 2014. Exhibit A, his first tweet that gets your attention reads, Russell Westbrook is the best shooting guard in the NBA right now. You quote tweeted him and said, this is pretty stupid. You then found another tweet of his where he wrote, the Spurs would be better without Wash Tim Duncan. You quote tweeted that and said, so is this. The so is this, meaning this is also pretty stupid. Now, you've called him stupid, unprovoked, twice.
1: I mean, stupid is as stupid does, though. So, you see, if I see a dog taking a crap on the sidewalk, and I say, hey, that dog's taking a crap on the sidewalk, (laughs) you're not going to be like, hey, Uh, that's being rude. No, the dog's taking taking a shit on the sidewalk. So, when I see somebody just verbally shitting on the timeline, I'll say, hey, this guy's verbally shitting. I get it.
0: He now tweets you directly, quote, first moron that was sarcasm.
1: You, quote, tweet that and say, LMAO. Sounds about right. You're doing a good job of dredging up the memories.
0: Your Honor, up until this point, this is a very standard run-of-the-mill Twitter disagreement back and forth. Some name calling, but nothing over the line. We're about to pick up speed. Uh Uh-oh. Exhibit B. He tweets you and says, before you jump in someone's mentions... You don't follow. Might want to find the context of the tweets. Fuckstick. He calls you a fuckstick, Ooh. which is a very particular thing. I wouldn't have thought that he'd use the word fuckstick. He did use it. Called you a fuckstick. Starting to pick up a little bit of inertia here.
1: Fuckstick is a pretty funny uh, like insult. Like that's not going to hurt your feelings. I was like, what? fuckstick. Who? Are we having a nineteen seventies snap fingers <laughs> dance brawl? What's what's you know? <laughs> come on, jabroni. Let's go
0: now. This is when this Twitter fight becomes very Kobe centric. You tweet him. Kobe doesn't defend. He's killing ball movement, killing spacing, killing any other player's rhythm and shooting like shit. Uh, he writes you back and says, if you think the Lakers are better without Kobe because of his shooting percentage, you are a buffoon. Snotty, you retweeted that and corrected his spelling. It's a devastating mistake by David at this
1: point. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> a
0: devastating mistake when you're in a Twitter argument to misspell a word, <laughs> particularly a word like buffoon that you're calling someone. My tweets, Real AF spelled it B-A-F-O-O-N. Again, you corrected to B-U-F-F-O-O-N. And for the record, once more, you publicly called him an idiot. Now we're off to the races.
1: I guess now he's rolling. He's probably fuming by now.
0: Exhibit C, adding insult to injury. You subtweet him and say, "changes at to my tweets, dumb AF. That one really got me at the time. It gets me now. If I may editorialize for just one moment, I would say you, Snotty, were clearly the instigator here. And you're also, if I may, currently running away with this Twitter fight. At this point, as a veteran of Twitter myself and a student of war, my tweets really left, needs to change the narrative. This is not going well drastic times call for drastic measures exhibit D he tweets you saying nah you a dummy a Kobe hater and a stat nerd LMAO exhibit E you tweet back and say you're a Kobe slurper we understand okay easy now gentlemen easy he tweets back at you listen B word ass bad word non black people can't say I said I'm done now, go take your stands out of my mentions and Google some PER per. He's referring to the stat, mm. PER per, I don't know how you say it. This sounds to me, when I hear him say, I said, I'm done. To me, he's not necessarily, maybe he's not waving the white flag, so to speak, but I believe he's definitely trying to end the fight.
1: Um. But see, that's when the Twitter argument, that's when you smell blood in the water. <laughs> you know, <laughs> He tried to call me a buffoon. He tried to call me an idiot, a moron, but now it's like, oh, no, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, no, it's not done <laughs>
0: Ex- exhibit f you then call him a loser which is just a very basic yet very mean thing to call someone
1: he hated that one. very
0: funny it's just very simple yeah it burns it's like calling someone a coward yeah it's just like it really sinks in deep it goes to the bone because that's what spun him up
1: that's what really got him i think
0: exhibit whatever we're we're on he tweets you and says loser i bet i don't lose the fight you in san diego right no,
1: that's very ominous to me. How does he know you're in San Diego? It's in my like in my bio, my location. Got it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Exhibit G. You reply and say, my tweets real AF is not a real, the bad word non-black people can't say. Now, your honor, this is of note to me. This is a direct affront because this man's Twitter name is my tweets real AF. Oh, yeah. And you have gone out of your way to say the exact opposite. That's part of who he is, is that he's real. His tweets are real. They're as real as fuck, and you're saying that he is not real. Is that intentional?
1: That's, in- oh, absolutely, absolutely. I can tell he's one of those idiots that like his. You know, he was losing face online.
0: Exhibit H. He tweets you and says, "I'm real enough to meet and beat your ass." How's Temecula sound? Now, for listeners unfamiliar with Southern California geography. Because we've established that Snotty lives in San Diego. And because My tweets Real AF has chosen Temecula for this duel, we believe My Tweets Real AF to live in the greater Los Angeles
1: area. He's in so he's in the IE, which is more east, because you know uh, yeah, because he's not yes. in LA. So that's why he think Temecula is like halfway between San Diego and there you go. That's it.
0: I believe it to be very funny. He's asking you to meet him halfway. Halfway. If you really want to fight someone, one would think you'd have the fire, the passion to drive all the way to where that person lives. You drive all the way to San Diego and beat them up in their hometown. I do give dispensation. I have to assume that gas prices were at play here and he wants to just go have these (laughs) exhibit. (laughs) I or J should have never started this exhibit thing. My tweets really f breaks protocol here. He does not wait for your reply and tweets you again. Quote, you steady calling me a loser don't make you a winner meet me and we can determine who the real loser is simple
1: i'm five hours away so i'm just thinking what what an idiot like you're a grown man with a family like it's christmas day bro it's you know what i mean right it's fucking christmas day so i'm thinking is it is this what kind of weirdo is this that's all i'm thinking Oh, and so, yeah, I, I had no intentions. I'm I'm in, like, you know, I'm wearing, like, my pajamas. I'm watching Christmas games. With my mom, with my mom and my dog and, like, hanging out. Privately, you're with your mother and dog.
0: Publicly, you tweet him back, fuck it, let's go, loser Temecula. Yeah. He replies, bet. Gold's Gym be there in 40 minutes. Now, he has asked you to fight. You have publicly agreed to that fight and tacitly agreed upon a fighting city. He has now set the location within that city and it's gold's gym now that scares me i don't like him knowing there's a gold's gym in this city that makes me wonder have you been to gold's gym in temecula do you have gold's gym
1: muscles so the reason i don't worry about that is i'm at the time i'm six about 240 um i yeah. spent my time in the military i like i'm not i'm not a philly badass but like i grew up <laughs> in south carolina where you know we can street fight whatever not i'm not a i was not i'm not a tough guy but at the same time like right i don't worry about it. i go anywhere without worrying about having to defend myself because i can defend myself right so no right. i was never like oh is this guy the gym i don't care about that like you know if somebody can knock me out they can knock me out but you're not gonna knock me out you know but i also had no intention of fighting him anyway so it didn't matter right we, I'm, let me tell you everyone at home myself included You're
0: sitting there going, oh, my God, this is getting great. Like, it's like one of those Twitter things that you're watching live. You're watching everyone's tweets and and replies to it. And everyone's quote tweeting it and retweeting it. And it's so exciting. You're watching like some it's like watching something live on your phone. And we all believe that this is going to happen. Like, we just assume that you're going to go fight this guy in Temecula. No intention from you ever to do that.
1: Someone could be around the corner for me and tell me, hey, meet me at the store, let's fight. And I'd say the same thing. I'm not going to leave my house to right. fight somebody. If you want to... <laughs> I said something about, like, you expect me to leave my domicile to come fight you? Come on, dude. If you want to fight me and you got beefed me that bad and you catch me out, that's it. I'm not going to run from you. But oh this, I didn't know setting up fights was a thing until after this. When people right. said, we used to do this all the time. Set up fades. And I'm like, <laughs> why'd you do that? So
0: a scheduled fight is not something i'm i'm used to either the way i grew up yeah you scrap you scrap. you mentioned christmas earlier it's one of my favorite parts of this whole story this is christmas day you have i presume you've opened maybe a gift at some point you've told someone you love them that day Mm -hmm.
1: drank and
0: now this person that you don't know is threatening to fight you strange Hey, do you remember any gifts that you got that day? Do you remember opening any gifts? Because I want to imagine you opening. I want you to tell me what you opened, what you got. I want everyone listening to imagine you opening that package and seeing this thing. And then an hour later, someone threatening to fight you into my killer.
1: Oh, I know my mom got me some kind of like weird pullover. Like it wasn't bad, but it was like, perfect. Something like a grandfather would wear like a, I mean, That's like, perfect. It was like a little too big, you know? Uh, perfect. I'm pretty sure perfect I got answer. Some, You know, I think she got me some new, like, some sweatpants she thought were cool, but like my mom getting them, right. like, very cool. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So. <laughs>
0: All those things that your parents get you that because you love your parents, you're like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll wear this thing. This is great. Thanks so much. And then you're like, I got to take this with me. When I move, I got to pack up these things that I never wear. It's sitting in my closet. It's perfect. A perfect answer. So you're opening up a pullover, sweatpants, and then some guy is threatening to beat you up in Temecula. This is great. I love where this is going. Mm -hmm. Exhibit L. Some random person tweets you and says there's no way he's driving right now. You quote tweet that and say... He might be,
1: and I think that's when I started realizing. That, like, I saw like more and more people retweeting and talking about it, and I was like, "Damn, this is kind of you know, didn't know it was gonna get the way it got." But I'm like, it's a thing, you know what I mean? Yes,
0: yeah. So where are your mentions at this point? Like, how how fast it and furious taking
1: com- off? It's not gonna take off until really? Like, oh, absolutely not. It was probably you know I've had worse. So I was I was just chilling. Then it really takes off later on in the story, though. Exhibit M. He sends
0: you an update tweet that reads. Passing Murrieta. I'm presuming that's a city. It's
1: coming down. That's between
0: where he lives yep. and Temecula. Yep. Oh, my God.
1: And I think he started he's posting giving he's, you live he's, updates. He was tweeting the pictures, right? And so like the street yeah. the signs. And this is when the mention started picking up, I think. People are like, holy shit, this guy's really doing it. <laughs> that's so much fun to remember. He started
0: tweeting, like, the road signs mm-hmm. telling you where he was on his path to,
1: to coming to fight you. Yep, (laughs) and you're a state away. You're in Arizona. I've been Yuma, so Yuma is about a little over 200 miles away from there. You know what I mean? I'm not even, not even close. Yes, yeah. The the final
0: sort of I'm here is and and for all intents and purposes the crescendo of this story Mm -hmm. of Meet Me in Temecula. Oh, it's not the crescendo. Is my tweets real AF? Mm -hmm. Posts a picture of the Welcome to Temecula sign with a middle finger. To the
1: sign. That's the last thing image, called right you
0: right. a bad word. <laughs> called you a bad word. Middle finger. Teme- He's there. He. This gentleman is in Temecula, California, to beat you up or to try rather to fight. Yes, absolutely. It says Temecula. Please drive safely. <laughs> Red light and speed. Speeding laws strictly enforced. I mean, it's like a full-on welcome to Temecula <laughs> sign. He's standing there. It looks like it's dusk. He's ready to go. That's it.
1: He's ready. And now your now your mentions are going nuts, right? And I think he said something like, "Where you at?" And I made sure I said, "Like you know, LML, I'm in Arizona, you know." And again, somebody asked me right after, "You about to go fight somebody?" I know James, no yes. and I said, "I said, I said, I said, I'm not. I'm in Arizona."
0: Ron Artest brother tweets you and says, my... are you, who are you fighting?" Yep, there you and go. You say no, you say nobody. I'm at
1: my mom's crib in Arizona eating roast pork. What a great answer! I literally had a, I was picking up pieces of roast pork and snacking on roast pork. My mom <laughs> made she makes delicious roast pork. She's a great cook around the holidays, and her roast pork and her mac and cheese are two of my favorite things. And so I was, I was have another plate.
0: And this guy is grinding his teeth, white knuckling his steering wheel, ready to fight you.
1: I'm tripping on how how Eps- I think about um Derek uh Derek Fisher and Matt Barnes. How yes. Matt Barnes drove like 40 minutes an hour to go fight. Right. How mad do you have to be to stay mad the whole time you're driving for 45 minutes? <laughs> I always think about like, do you play some like hardcore hip hop, like some gangster music? <laughs> right. Are you, you know, right. are you crushing Red Bulls? Are you snorting Adderall? <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause you got to keep that momentum going, you know? You got to keep that energy you gotta up. Keep that Cause energy it's, up. it,
0: you get the wrong song over the radio, and it, you're relaxed. You're thinking about some vacation, the love of your life. Right. And you just go, what am I doing? What am I doing? Driving to Temecula to, to fight this guy. No, this man. This song was, is on. He was locked
1: in. He was locked in.
0: The picture, I listened to your, you did, a, you recently recorded a podcast on the anniversary with your co-host, JP, on the Dunk Tales podcast. You had some of the some of the goats you had dragonfly jones on you had josiah, josiah. Jo- king josiah 54 josiah johnson you had uh jabari davis on my man to jabari. all discuss and reminisce about the podcast i encourage everyone that's listening to this to go also listen to that podcast it's also on youtube it's great fun to listen to dragonfly jones referred to as the referred to the picture of the T- welcome to temecula sign with the guy's middle finger as a postcard for a fade which i thought was perfect one of the funniest guys saying one of the funniest jokes I've heard in a long while. Postcard for a fade. All of that establishes
1: this lovely story that is Meet Me and Tim kill. I wish we had talked to you about this before we went on that show because you would you would have done a good job coming up with the rundown. Cause this has been more <laughs> we were got we were all over the place having fun, but you're actually like digging into it and I appreciate
0: it. I listen, it's it's just I want people to know that this was an electric moment that everyone was hanging, we were we were just refreshing and like looking for the next tweet. It was like, it was one of those things where you're like, I'm not even gonna sit on my timeline. I'm going to load Snotty Drippin's Twitter page in its own window. And my tweets, Real AF, in its own window because I wanna see the moment their tweets come in. I wanna see them, I wanna follow this thing. It was just electric.
1: So, and that was really when it took off when the picture started. And when he got there and he realized I wasn't there and he had to drive back home, because there was there was equal parts people <laughs> clowning him, then right. his men, that's when his followers got in my mentions. Right? Because they were calling me every name under the sun. Right. Like you said Howard. And I said that doesn't bother me. again, none of this. I, I, even then, this is we're talking almost nine years ago. Right? I was. Yeah. I didn't care. Yeah. I'm a grown ass man. I got fucking bills. I got yeah. jobs. I be, I spent my time in the military. I've been I served overseas. Fucking a bunch of people on Twitter calling me names didn't really bother me. <laughs> the incessance of it bothered me. But then, yeah, they they threatened me with death. They threatened to kick my ass. These are, like, these are just strangers. You know, I'm like, damn, y'all really mad about this shit. It never got scary because it's all online. You can just close the app. Right. But I do remember, right. like I said on our podcast, shout out to uh, Dragonfly Jones and King Josiah and my man JP and Jabari for that. But uh, yeah, it was like if you are you're, like, you say you had a VR helmet on and you're floating in a mm-hmm. deep ocean and you see like a shark swim by. And then you can close the phone, you can take the helmet off, and everything's normal. But you put the helmet right back on, and you're just in deep, right. uncharted water. And it, it, was right. like never, it was so weird just to have people right. like, uh, you know, country boy, six, five, three, four, oh, you fuck, boy, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, I'm like, shut up, idiot. And I just block them. Shut up. But like, it got to the point, where it was like literally over the span of, let's say an hour, I probably blocked 200 people. And I like the, oh the mentions were like maybe eight times that many, you know, and, and like it. That's when it really started rolling, and I I don't know. I might have had fifteen hundred followers when that started. By the time everything was over and said and done with, I had like eight thousand followers.
0: Amazing, right? And it that took like several
1: days. Um, and yeah, it, like it was not. I'd wake up in the morning to literally probably thousands of mentions. Unbelievable, right? It froze the. You app. know,
0: I love. I love the VR headset comparison, because when you started that, I was like, where is he going? You're exact, It's weird, because you put your phone down, and it's Christmas Day. Right. I'm There's candy mom. cane sitting there. I'm
1: my mom's like, right. what you doing on your phone so much? I'm like, sorry, Mom. And I'm like, you know. <laughs> but you still had that weird feeling just put your stomach, because you know what's going on your phone.
0: Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not uh,
1: fear, but you're just like, it's, it's a lot. I'm like, damn, they're witching death on me, and they're, you know. Obviously, I see the oh dude. You know, God. some dude's a little AV, His little picture, right? His avatar. It's like a little right. scrawny dude. I will fuck you up, and I'm like, what's going? On? Come on, bro. <laughs> you know, everyone's putting on for Twitter, and well, you know, this bitch, day this bitch, naughty Pip. I don't like, you know. So, yeah, it was weird.
0: Is there? Can I ask you a question? Is there any moment in this ordeal where you are nervous, where you're scared? Is there any mm-hmm. point where you're like, oh, this is getting... This is like, you know, this is moving at a pace that I'm no longer happy with. If a guy's willing to drive 35 minutes to Temecula to fight me, is he willing to look up my name online? Is he going to dox me? Is he going to find someone that knows me and to do something to them? You're not worried because, about it at all.
1: Again, I do. I worked for the. I was working for the government at the time, right? So I got right. a clearance. I, I work on a navy base. Right. You can use the navy to fight. And him. again, if somebody wants to come find me to fight me, they can find me to fight me. It was. It was yeah. never. A, there was never any fear. Is annoying. Yes. Have my phone just Right. I had to turn my alerts right. off. But no, there was never right. fear because I saw what he looked like in real life because he got on. He went on one of those. Um, uh, some internet. Uh, I had Puff I, post H- Puff, live. Puff, Puff post live, and I saw him. I said, that? "That's him." Yeah on bro <laughs> you know what i'm saying no wait a minute what do you mean by that uh i think he was like 5'8. uh um, oh and, no in the you're pic- calling you're gonna say he's little and the pictures he posted like in his AV, he's like he has his hands in the prayer position with the bicep yeah. kind of pumped up but yeah. when i saw him in huffball's lives he looked like what that movie 50 cent did when he lost all the weight and he was oh yes <laughs>
0: he's very gaunt looking he looked yes. like a uh
1: he looked like a, a raisinette that had a, a, a Napoleon <laughs> complex. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, come on, bro. And then on the, when he goes on Huffle, he's trying to, oh, yeah, and I wasn't going to take being bullied. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? I remember oh, watching no. that. I just watched a little bit of it when he was like, yeah, I'm standing up. I'm not going to let people bully online. And I'm what? that's so funny yeah it was funny this is
0: this is very funny because I never saw I know that he did the HuffPost live interview Mm -hmm. I've got a quote from that coming up I've never saw the HuffPost live interview I've never seen anything outside of his avatar in my brain my tweets real AF looks like Debo and he, he
1: you probably, know, what I mean,
0: though? like when you go through this, you presume that this guy is a monolith, that he's just this like mountain of a guy. And he drives the Temecula to beat people up because he just runs
1: through dudes. He just crushes them. But I, that's not I, the case. I went through his media, I think, at the time or because somebody posted his old media and like, yeah, this picture of him at his daughter's graduation. And like, he's like maybe five, nine, five, five, eight. I think his wife oh, so was going go through- to talk him.
0: You go through his other social. You you no, see pictures No, this is on Twitter. See.
1: On Twitter, like the you know you post pictures oh, I see. and then you right, go right. the media. Yeah. Right. and I'm like unbelievable. Come on, dude. And like he's at his daughter's graduation. He has the now. This is a, not give you pause, but let you know he was like he's wearing his daughter's graduation. He had on like the socks and the coat and the, the Nike slides and like sweats. Yes. You know what I mean? And I'm like, all right, you know <laughs> that
0: that gives you some pause because any man willing to wear that might be a bad dude. That's very funny. Now, I want to be clear, if my tweets really have happens to hear this podcast, that I respect him. I am very beat upable, and I, don't, I do not want to fight. So I respect him, and I, I think he's a big, strong, smart guy, and I like his basketball takes. I'm sad that he's not on Twitter anymore. And I appreciate that he did this for, for me and for everybody else. He, he wraps up his, his tweets that mm-hmm. day by saying, if y'all think driving 35 minutes to fight a disrespectful bad word, he called you a bad word, mm-hmm. is crazy, cool. Just understand, you soft. So now he's calling everybody else soft that doesn't that thinks that maybe he went too far. He finishes by saying, and you're simple AF, you're simple as fuck. If you think this was about Kobe, it's about talking with respect. Talk to me like I'm in the room. Now, I think that's a really cool sentence, actually. Talk to me like I'm in the room. And I, and I think it's not a bad thing plan and theory for all of social media
1: it is but guess what i would say that with my room i'm not fucking scared of you bro that's what people that's what people are like, you just saying this shit because you're online the people who know me and have seen what i've done in my life they're like "Nah, this is who he is so if i'm sitting across from somebody i say no nah, that's stupid bro and he would say what the fuck you say to me i said that was fucking stupid you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm not gonna fuck if you get mad because i'm telling you what you're saying is stupid then what you're saying is probably stupid Right. So that's my thing. That, that was the. That's where the disconnect was. A lot of people are like you. Just you talk like that. I said no. I talk like that. i would say if he was in front of me, then why didn't you go fight him? I said that's fucking. What sense does that make?
0: I I hear you, and let me tell you, I don't. I don't. Um. I don't warrant fighting. I don't think it should be done. I mean, listen. You get in fights. It happens. I don't think people should fight. I appreciate that you are taking the stance you did at the time, and you continue to take the stance that I'm not going to fight you. Well, like, why would I fight you? I think that's the mature and grown-up uh, way well, to so be. So here's the
1: stance. No, the stance is actually, I would fight yeah. you. I'm not going to go out of my way yes. to fight you. That's right. Sure, I get it. Right. Until I get it. Yeah, if he was here, I wouldn't be like, oh, hey, man, let's be. Let's talk about right. it. Right. Nah, I'd punch him in the shit if if it's time to Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs>
0: If he was there, you'd punch him in his shit.
1: It, like, Yeah, yeah. Just, what, if he stands up and he's like, what'd you say about me? I'm standing up to him. So I said, right. this shit was fucking stupid. And if things get that way, they get that way. I'm not going to back down because you're here. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing I think a lot of people. And it's funny because I think everyone, everyone has a frame of reference that they use when they are on Twitter. They think everyone's just like right. them, right? So, right. So right. there's a lot of shades of gray. So yeah, I did provoke him. And I guess, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy had the show with Poppy. Um, what's his name? Uh Levitar. Levitar called me a fucking punk because I said I was gonna fight and I didn't show up. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, that's fine. Right. That that one it didn't hurt my feelings. I was like, damn, Levitar punk for. But <laughs> like I talked to Bo Monty Jones afterwards, like I, I think me and Bo used to chop it up a little bit in the DM. He's like, Man, that was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. He goes, if, he, if somebody's gonna be dumb to drive from their house, think they're gonna fight, that's on them. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, their frame of reference is, I guess, if somebody challenges you to fight, you have to go. If you say yes, right. I'm not doing that. No, that
0: that's just- uh, Something that's not brought up enough to me is the gas involved. He's on record saying it's about a 35-minute drive. It's California, so let's assume he's on a highway doing, you know, it's 35 minutes on a highway. Yep, he's yep. probably going 70 miles an hour in there. 30, yep. Yeah, 35 minutes there, 35 minutes back. That's an hour, hour plus on 70 miles per hour. That's seventy plus miles. Let's assume for a moment he's in like some midsize SUV. Uh, I can't see him in like a Corolla or something. I think he's too tough for that. Maybe like a nah, he, maybe he like a Rav Four.
1: He definitely drive a Corolla. He drive a. He'd love, he's a little guy. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, no, no. I could see him in like a big long Cadillac. Anyway, in twenty fourteen, a, a small SUV was averaging twenty two to 20, 20 to twenty two miles per gallon. That's three. That's uh, a three-plus gallon drive. The average gas price—I looked this up—in California in December of 2014 was 2.91. But since it's SoCal, let's bump it up to like three bucks even. That's about a ten-dollar ride that he's taking to fight. Now, ten dollars isn't a lot of money. But having to pay someone $10, having to pay somebody $10 to beat someone else up, I think does put it in a different light. Like if I again, if someone's there and you get into a fight and you're going to fight, fine. But if it's like, "Hey, do you want to fight this guy?" In order to fight him, you do have to give me $10. That's like to me it puts something different. I'm proud
1: that I wasted his time and his gas. Because <laughs> it shows you what a fucking idiot he was to right. so blindly get in his car on a fucking Sunday afternoon maybe noon, 1 o'clock, and drive on Christmas Day. The highways are wide open, because everyone's with their families. Right. And he's just driving, he's steaming, and he gets there, and then he reads my tweets where I say, LMAO, all caps, you thought I was going to come fight you? I'm in Arizona. <laughs> no. So I imagine he's standing in the parking lot of, of, of Gold's Gym, which is closed, because it's Christmas Day. Know right, right, there, right. And he's just <laughs> tweeting away as he stands there. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> What a fucking moron! And to this day, I've never spoken to him. Some people are like, would you guys do a podcast together? Right. No, we won't because I have nothing. I have nothing but bad things to say to him, and it's going to just evolve <laughs> into me calling him a loser over and over again. You know. He.
0: That. I hope that you guys run it back. I hope you guys get together on Twitter and fight one more so time. Can fun- you imagine we, the no, joy? You no, know would- we
1: wouldn't because later on, as his tweet following got bigger, he changed his name to something else. And he was one of the most vilely misogynistic, homophobic oh, really? pieces mm. of shit, and all of his followers right behind him. So once I blocked him, it was blocked for good, and it was with good reason. He was uh, like to the point where I'm pretty sure none of my mutuals were following him because he was such a fucking piece right. of shit. Right.
0: Imagine so, a scenario if you're listening to this. Imagine a scenario where. He gets back on Twitter some Christmas morning during the Christmas games, and you guys just, just fight on Twitter one more time. That would be—we would, we would bring so much joy to all of us. I, I, we would just, be so no. happy. The,
1: the minute I see him online again, I'm blocking his account because he's a fucking moron. Right. There's a difference between arguing with people that I even—I respect, and I, I read his tweets afterwards. I have no respect for him. And so, yeah, I, if I saw his ad and he's said, hey, there you are, snotty, you idiot, I'm going to block him immediately. And then people are like, you're a coward. I'm like, I'm not a coward. That's how I do my timeline. I block people for having shirts in the color I don't like. I block some. I have 100%. I've- I hope somebody has added me before. I go, damn, his picture looks stupid. And I'll just block him. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> Snotty, thank you for te- helping me tell this story. It's now time to dive into the first ballot Hall of Fame credentials. Each week, we examine the greatness of our sports moment by going through these credentials. They're the categories by which we judge our moment. Are you ready Snotty to go through this? Let's these. do it. Analytics. Your followers before the argument you said was what?
1: Maybe 1200, maybe something like that.
0: After the argument, what are your followers at?
1: I think by the I I end up with maybe 7 8000.
0: Oh, my God. And now you're at, like, 30. So that probably catalyzed a lot of people following you, learning about you, reading your tweets, retweeting you. Your name gets out even more. People start following you. That leads to where you are now, an influencer.
1: That's very true. Um, and, like, I really started digging into the writing a little more. And But, yeah, being combative, being, uh, combative was kind of like my, not even shtick. I thought that's what you did on Twitter. Right. But that, that gets us right. yes. off. So. But, yeah, it definitely um, it springboarded me to being a, and I got I got verified shortly thereafter I think you know because there was somebody who made a fake account that had a a zero instead of the O and Snotty and they were just they took my right. picture and everything and they were being amazing they're being really shitty online and I just, I got verified because I said hey this person is a person unbelievable yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, so I got you get
0: exactly. seven thousand eight thousand Twitter followers and Twitter blue check verifies you and says this is the official official Snotty this is head. the
1: official Snotty dripping.
0: What a great bunch of statistics to think about and consider as we're debating the greatness of this moment. Uh, it's time for the next category is You Mad. Rob, play the, my camera on clip right here, please. Oh, you, wait, wait. Wait. you yeah, mad, you oh, mad, you mad. Thank you so much. The category is You Mad. Did this moment make anyone mad? Yes, him, David, my tweets really F. He's very mad at you. You seem to pass this off as a joke pretty much the entire time, which I think enraged him more. He very soon thereafter, very soon after, he records a diss track on you.
1: I think maybe like two days later or the next day.
0: I, I mean, it's an impressive turnaround. Time. It a, a truly an impressive turnaround.
1: It is, but it also makes me think <laughs> that the whole thing for him, part of the shtick, was promoting right. his mix. His because I think about the mixtape shortly thereafter.
0: Right, look and, at and, that. See. That's a great angle. I didn't know that. It's fascinating to think about. Maybe this entire thing was just a work. Maybe he's trying to drum this up with no intention, thinking I'm going to take pictures of these road signs so it becomes Twitter theater. But I have no intention on fighting. I wouldn't want to fight. I'm just using this to build up. My social following as well to promote my album that's going to drop.
1: Maybe. And maybe he did I'd really I never considered that. Yeah, somewhere in the middle, though. Maybe it's like he definitely hammed it maybe. up for the, for the followers.
0: Fascinating to think about. So the song he released, we'll play a clip right here, Rob.
1: He had a plan
0: he executed with position. Now we winning and we coming for commission. This ain't a mixtape.
1: I'm just raping. Starting tripping. Starting tripping
0: starting... Thank you so much. Not a, not a terrible song, if I might say. I mean, I'll say this. I'm no uh, rap aficionado. I don't know everything about rap. Uh, I know that th- that song was way better than I expected it to be.
1: Hmm. I've never listened to it. <laughs> okay.
0: So let me, I'll walk you through just a no, couple I'm, lyrics. I'm, See, I thought he had. Hey, s-
1: you watched, if you watched the podcast with with JP and them, they let me know every, yes. they let me know the worst ones. Uh, yes. Something <laughs> about Diggy Simmons. They love it. My friends, They my friends love messing <laughs> with me about it. Ah,
0: uh, he said, he said, and I quote, uh, these tweets are giving you fiction. They're a constant contradiction. What you need to do is listen. This is ColecoVision. Vision, old school game like I played against the Pistons. I was playing my position. I was playing. I ain't pimping. I was shooting for the mentions. He was trolling for
1: attention. I mean, no, I mean it's not bad. That's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I was shooting for the mentions. He was shoot, trolling for attention. Like, what's the difference if you're shooting for mentions? Like, what's <laughs> That's true. What's That's difference? a good argument. I mean, That's it, a
0: good comeback.
1: It's not even a comeback because my buddies, I used to, yeah, everybody raps with, you should record a man, record. I'm not recording a fucking diss, t- diss track at some fucking loser like that. Get out of here.
0: <laughs> he says, it wasn't easy as riding to see these weenies. This game ain't cheap. You need to keep the receipts. I was in knee deep. You was in the cheap seats. In the deep sleep, like three Zs. I'm just smoking these trees, busting over these beats. I mean,
1: I I, I don't know. I don't, I, I mean, think it's when, you, inter- take it, when you take it to account that this is a grown man with a daughter who just graduated from high school and he's living there. <laughs> and I guess the real bad part was I, I I did mention his his probably lovely woman of a wife, and I said something about her. Oof, that's what oof. really probably set him off. But uh, we won't we won't go into that one.
0: Snotty. That's uh, that's no man's. Name. Hey man, you he, can't. He come did- at-
1: You can't come in my mentions, and and you're calling me all kind of. That's fair. And then everything, there's nothing off limits. So
0: the language was flying. I can I can confirm that it is the second time there in the song. It is the second time he called you a weenie. He went on HuffPost Live and said his quote to HuffPost Live was, "My family had no problems with me getting into fisticuffs with some weenie." I think if I'm being honest, I think that's a very funny sentence.
1: It's hilarious. Uh, that,
0: That that's. That that's all we currently have as a postmortem on this moment is spectacular. I might give another podcast episode to that sentence on its own. <laughs> uh, him calling you a weenie just really lands on him me. I think that's telling
1: his family, "I'm hey sweetheart, I might get into fisticuffs today because somebody with said a weenie. It's very said I wasn't very real fun. online. <laughs> <laughs> hey babe, I'll be back in a few hours. Wish me luck. What's gonna happen? <laughs> Fisticuffs cuffs with a weenie. I'm gonna go get in fisticuffs with some <laughs> online weenie who says that Kobe isn't great and he called me not real.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so great. And then he and then he does like this outro thing where he starts, you know, talking to you, he's talking shit. It's 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 a lot of fun. Listen to it. I'll put it on the Instagram at first Ballot HOF. Uh it's a lot of fun. It's it's really it's a lot of it's it's a nice element to this story that he actually recorded a diss track.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I guess not my, not my, do you think
0: Snotty? Do you think he recorded that in his bedroom? Do you think he got a studio? Like what level of production do you think he was working?
1: I never put any thought into it, man. I know that most people (laughs) you can just, dude, I, I'm out here like living like a real life. Like I go out with women and I hang out with my friends. Right. I'm not recording diss tracks over somebody on Twitter. I'm not driving to fight somebody. We're such – it's like he's living an alien lifestyle to me. You know what I mean? Yes. So, I get that. Yeah. I've never put he's any – Very different than you. Yeah.
0: All, all the way down to his basketball takes. Very different guy than you. Makes total sense. Next category in the Hall of Fame credentials, Twitter fingers. Mm. Any fantastic tweets to come out of this? Obviously, there's millions. There's too many to even go through. But one of the best from Mirage Mukherjee, who worked at ESPN at the time, tweets, quote – Showed Kobe the Temecula tweets and he started laughing. Couldn't believe something like that would actually happen. He followed it up by saying, by tweeting, Arash tweets that Kobe says the Mamba army don't fuck around. They take after their captain. Now, that's a very cool thing. For for my tweets real AF for David. I imagine a scenario where my tweets real AF, David goes when he sees that goes hell yeah me and Kobe in the pocket like we're boys now right like he's got to be like excited that that happened
1: probably yeah yeah
0: what do you think when you see that when you when you find out that Kobe Bryant sees what the two of you did what's your reaction
1: oh I thought it was pretty cool man like because like it, you know it became it definitely became more than just me and him it got uh, it got mentioned on uh I think Sports Center mentioned it uh, they ran a segment on uh, you know, the Dan, the Lebertard show, like Bomani. Everyone spoke on it. You know what I mean? I I got I had a to this day you can find a video of me on ESPN talking to uh, my man Jerry Bentbury about it. Right? Oh yeah, the Kobe is on there. So, um, uh, Steve Nash himself, Steve Nash tweeted about it. You know what I'm saying?
0: That's 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 the next tweet. This is a Hall of Fame tweet. Dean the Mad King tweets Steve Nash former Phoenix Suns, now Brooklyn Nets head coach, Steve Nash. Canadian. Seems like a lovely guy. Dean the Mad King tweets Steve Nash and says, fuck you, you washed up, frail ass (laughs) Very Twitter's very funny. Steve Nash retweets him and says, I'm the hardest 41-year-old you know, Brody. Watch your mouth or Temecula. (laughs) I mean, snotty, you added this thing to the lexicon. You've given the world... Temecula you and David in fairness but you instigated the thing I, I don't think that's up for debate you gave the world Temecula Steve Nash is, is telling someone that he's going to fight him by saying this the the word Temecula, Temecula. that's fantastic
1: I've had people at my job that don't watch basketball and they, they don't even know about my online presence and somebody wants hey man I just you're the guy from Temecula and this Ugh. is like just like two years ago and for what's second, your I, reaction in that moment i just laugh i mean it's like a sheepish kind of laugh because i know I was, I was being a dick you know what i'm saying i can't you can't tell a guy's wife looks like john candy and expect nothing to happen you know what i mean so uh i was being a dick and i feel bad for that i should never have brought her into it um because uncle buck is an american classic anyway uh but oh yeah <laughs> no yeah it's happened several times with people are like holy shit i didn't re-, or people who follow me now are like i didn't realize you're the temecula guy I remember that happened.
0: Oh, my God. And, oh like my I remember God. It.
1: and I'm like, yeah, that's me. And, like, you're so much you're so much nicer than I thought you'd be. I'm like, yeah, I was old. I was old snotty.
0: <laughs> Congratulations. It seems like such a fun thing to be. Next category, test of time. This is our category where we compare this sports moment against others like it. There's really nothing like it. I do want to bring up Katie's burner, mm. Twitter ordeal.
1: I think that's bigger. And
0: and Colangelo's burner ordeal. Those are two. I mean, they're bigger because those guys are celebrities. For sure. And I guess people had as much fun. I don't know. It's like one of those things where I feel like part of Steph Curry's appeal. Follow me for a second. Mm-hmm. I feel like part of Steph Curry's appeal is he's little. You look at him and you go, God, that guy's like me. He, he looks like me. That's the way I'd have to play if I was Absolutely. in the NBA. He's the size of You feel person. connected to him. When Kevin Durant starts tweeting and there's like a Kevin Durant Twitter thing, you go, Kevin Durant's this seven-foot alien guy that's like the best scorer of all time. And he's nothing like me. I'm not connected to him at all. When you and my tweets real AF start fighting, it's like I go, oh, I know this guy. You're much more relatable. I'd say yours is slightly bigger. Yours is slightly more fun. Theirs is a bigger moment because they're celebrities. But yours is way more fun.
1: Uh, I, I agree with that that ours was because ours was organic and stupid and it became, it went one of the first things I could think of, obviously of things, but like it went viral. You know what I mean? Right. Just two guys arguing that it went viral and like we're on TV. That's, that was wild. Right. It was, um, well, I guess in the big scheme of things, it's a drop in the bucket, I guess. I don't know. That's just me saying it from my end. You're it's right. not.
0: It's, it's really, it's not. It's, I appreciate, I hear you saying it, and I know why you would say it's a drop in the bucket, but I sort of sit here and go, this is a big deal. We're talking about it now. People love this moment. It's We hold it with fondness. We cherish this moment. It's a Christmas memory for a lot of us. Thank you, Snotty, for doing it. The next category is our voting committee. We wanted to give David, aka My Tweets Real AF, the chance to respond to all this nonsense. But as I've told you previously, we could not find find him. He's vanished online again. Congratulations to him for that. We should all be so lucky. But because we could not find him, we are going to cast his part Uh-oh. here to respond, acting as My Tweets Real AF. David is hilarious comedian, actor in the last OG. Derek Gaines. Derek Gaines as my tweets real af take it away.
1: Hello. Yeah, my name is Tweets Real as Fuck. <laughs> Thank you for having me on your show. And I don't give a shit if this moment makes the first battle hall of fame. I'm just here to say fuck Snide Drippin and fuck his whole fucking life. You understand that? That bitch ass roast pork eating motherfucker fuck your Christmas. No, uh, no oh well. Oh no well. Oh, fuck you Scotty Bieber.
0: Moving on the next category. Is our X factor. What is the hidden thing in this moment that adds to its greatness? Is there something, Snotty, that we have not yet discussed that adds to this moment's greatness? Anything you can think of?
1: Oh, uh, I think we already talked about it, man. Because a lot of people say this to me. They say, your mom's roast pork must be amazing. Like, something about me saying, <laughs> I'm chilling, my mom's eating roast pork. <laughs> Just it just added a certain level of authentic authenticity it really does. to it. And people really yes. bugged out about that.
0: It makes you it really trips my taste buds. Like I feel like I can taste the roast pork. Like when I read that, it really makes me start to salivate because I go, Oh my God, that sounds delicious.
1: It's tender. She she seasons it great. My mom's a great Ugh. cook. Yeah, man. Good for your mom. Fantastic.
0: I want to say the X factor here is uh the word temecula. It's great. It's a great word. It's fun to say. It's a cool city to say that you're going to fight someone in. And it's so great. And, like, there are a lot of other cities that we could be saying the meet me in city X moment. But we get to say meet me in Temecula. You remember it, Temecula? It, Steve Nash gets to say Temecula, dude. That Like, that's Rose so much fun nice to say. Thing.
1: That's a good point. Yes. If, if it was, like... Meet me in Murrieta. It just doesn't sound right. Meet me, it doesn't hey, sound uh, as cool. Uh, yeah, hey, meet me in Carlsbad. Like, that just doesn't work. Right. Something about the name Temecula, <laughs> it sounds almost exotic and like almost like yes, almost like onomatopoeia. You know what I mean? Temecula, right? It's a sleepy little wine country town. That's what's so funny about it. It's a sleepy little I know desert wine country town where I bet. There, whoever runs their social media must be like, "What the hell is going on?" Because I <laughs> They had to have been like, "What the fuck just That's happened?" So we're That's
0: these so funny. That's so funny.
1: What and who and this, why is this guy <laughs> flipping us off in a picture? What's happening? Right. It had to be like, <laughs> "What did I do?" To him Yeah.
0: I feel like I could listen to you go through. Uh, California cities Carlsbad San Bernardino Like I love you Going through Different California towns That was a lot of fun to hear Let's find um, fantastic It doesn't
1: work It doesn't work You know
0: Literally Every other city Will make me laugh If you just say it A true running joke That I just appreciate <laughs> um, The MVP Next category The MVP What is the MVP Of this moment What uh, is the got- thing That what is the best part Of this moment Oh
1: uh to me that he left his family on christmas day and yeah like, it's man it's so great drove an hour and a half spent like an hour, so probably two hours away from his family and his family was i guess according to him cheering him on to go fight over, oh my god it's so much team. fun to think about it's, so ridiculous it's really smoking.
0: you're right i was going to say i think the mvp is the sign so like when the when those road yeah, signs start biggest. showing up it yeah, when those pictures started hitting on, I was hitting Twitter. It was just electric. It was just so much fun. But I can agree with you. Going back to the moment he leaves his family in their home to go fight you, that's just so much fun to think about. It's really just adds a whole nother layer to this. Fantastic.
1: Now, while, while we're next talking, category, I'm looking, up, I'm looking up hashtag. While we're talking, I'm looking up hashtags Temecula to see if anything pops up. But it's been a few years, so no. But... all right, next category,
0: <laughs> the cosine sir snotty dripping sir do you believe meet me in temecula moment should make the first ballot hall of fame and if so why
1: so we're talking sports moments hall of fame right yes yep i got i, I maybe i'm being uh modest here but no not first ballot it's it's on the fringes it's definitely a uh like an ancillary uh moment in time right you know it, and it it. The, the rise of viral stuff on Twitter, Twitter becoming a, a booming thing. Um, yes. So, yes, it definitely has a moment. But just because it's two guys about to fight. Like, you know, we've seen so many other great things on Twitter. The burner, the giant collars, you know. Uh, yes. That To me, those are bigger. And that, that's just me. But, like, yeah, it, I think maybe after about the, the third go-around of voting, it'll get in. Not first ballot.
0: Snotty, I really appreciate your honesty and your candor there. I will take what you said into consideration, but we have reached the induction speech. Uh It is time for me and me alone to decide whether Meet Me in Temecula makes it into the first Bell Hall of Fame. I am taking into consideration everything we've discussed in this episode. In the landscape of sports, an anonymous argument over a player is not unique. However, Meet Me in Temecula was a seminal moment in black Twitter of which I am not a part, and to me, in my opinion, black Twitter has propped up Twitter, if not all of social media for years. The engine of the meme and viral machine in our society is African-American culture, and for this moment to be so big in black Twitter is important. This moment now transcends sport. For the word Temecula to take on a new definition, for the word Temecula to become a verb, That's special. And lastly, if this argument happened over any other subject, we'd probably not be discussing it. But it's Kobe Bryant. He's the jet fuel here. And that's just perfect. This near fight in Temecula, California adds to the legacy of Kobe Bryant in a very weird but very real way. The the, the Christmas of this makes this just incredible for that reason. I am proud to induct Meet Me in Temecula into the first ballot hall of fame. You walk into the hall, you make it right, you make another right. And there, hanging on the wall, is the bronze plaque for Snotty Drippin' and my
1: tweets real AF. Congratulations, gentlemen. I just realized I found a tweet from Good Morning America. No! Is that true? Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's hashtagged. It's hashtags and everything, you know, hashtag Temecula. Twitter user drives 50 minutes on Christmas for offline fight with someone over Kobe Bryant. Yep, it's on Good Morning America. GMA. Yep.
0: If you hit Good Morning America, you've hit, that is the mainstream. It does not get more mainstream than Good Morning America.
1: That's pretty hilarious.
0: Snotty, it's fantastic. I appreciate you doing it. I appreciate you instigating it. I appreciate you even more coming on this podcast to discuss it. Thanks so much for doing it. What can you plug? Plug whatever you're working on so that my listeners can check you out and follow you.
1: The Dunk Tales podcast of the 19 Media Group. Every Thursday we record. We post them on Friday. So everybody you guys tune in. We're on all platforms. That's The Dunk Tales.
0: I encourage everyone to go follow Snotty Drippin on Twitter. Follow The Dunk Tales podcast. It's a lot of fun to listen to. Snotty, thanks so much for doing the show. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for I was late today. So thanks for not cussing me out. And I appreciate you having me on. (laughs) Seriously, it's crazy, man. I mean, you've been, we've both been in NBA Twitter for probably about a decade now, and I always see you. Yeah. We've had our disagreements about silly stuff, but you all have been, been a pretty cool dude, so it's good, man.
0: I want you to know that anything you say about the Lakers, I will censor
1: 100%. <laughs> but you know what? It's almost not even fun making fun of Lakers anymore. It's to the point now where it's like, how dare you? you. This you is know, over.
0: This is you over. Know that meme? You know that, this that podcast memes, is over.
1: The, the meme from The Simpsons where the kid's like, stop, stop, stop. He's already dead. Yes, That's how yes. it feels right now with the Lakers.
0: How dare you? How dare you bring that up at the end of this? We had a good conversation. I feel like we're closer. And now you're doing this?
1: Hey, man. Hey, you got Russell Westbrook for another year.
0: Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 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 my tweet's really F was right. You are a loser.
1: <laughs> Snotty, thank
0: you so much for doing this show. I really appreciate Thanks for it. Thanks having
1: man. me on, brother. That's
0: it. That's the show. Thanks for listening. Credits First Ballot is edited by the Emmy winner, Rob 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 Arborucci. Rob, Rob and the show is produced by Tep Sal. Jessica Sang, music by the mighty Rhythm J. Follow him on social, at Rhythm J. Show logo by Rob Harskamp. Make sure to follow First Ballot on Instagram, at First Ballot HOF. Rate and review us. Tell a friend and come back next week for another great sports moment.
1: This is First Ballot. I'm about to drop 35 minutes up to the to go beat some dude ass.